Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173 or visit buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. John Cobell and Ken Shampoo, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, coming up this hour, uh, three states have already sued over the Biden administration's attempts to end that public health order that kept 1.7 million migrants out of the United States. It was implemented when Trump was president in 2020 due to the pandemic. The Biden administration has announced plans to let it go to drop it next month, and this is going to cause an incredible surge. We'll talk about that coming up later on this hour. All right, we're going to now uh, delve into that Sacramento mass shooting. And you ended up with six people shot dead, 12 others were wounded. Happened uh, about 2 a.m. late Saturday night, early Sunday morning, downtown Sacramento. A large fight followed by the shooting, uh, multiple shooters supposedly involved. Uh, There wasn't a whole lot of detail in the first 24 hours, but now we're getting more, and we're going to talk to uh, John Bernaisi from uh, KFBK Radio, our sister station in Sacramento. Yeah, the update today includes one arrest, so let's see what we can find out. John, how are you? Doing good, sir, and yes, it is an active uh, story. Lots of new details coming out today. What's uh, what's the latest? What we heard is that police have made an arrest. A 26-year-old man, Dondre Martin, was identified as a suspect taken into custody after three search warrants were served at three different locations related to some of the investigation that they've already conducted. 
This person, 26 years old, that's the only information we have about the suspect and his alleged involvement in this shooting where six people died uh, early Sunday morning, three men, three women. The county coroner's office did actually identify all of those victims early this morning. I, what I, can you tell us about the circumstances of what was going on at 2 in the morning when the shooting broke out? This is a really vibrant entertainment district in Sacramento. It's about a 15-by-3-block area where there are lots of nightclubs and restaurants. Um, the Golden One Center is the big arena. It had a concert that night, just like the Crest Theater did. So after those concerts, around midnight, lots of people spill out into those areas. It's, in fact, part of the city's business plan for putting public money behind that arena was that on those nights, a lot of business would come to those clubs. What they didn't plan on was this kind of um, street violence happening with semi-automatic weapons in the streets while these uh, people were just out for a good time. So are you saying there was lots of security there? Well, every one of these clubs have their own security, and the city has uh, cameras on just about every street corner in the area. So they're they're going through lots of different video, and they have a QR code the police is using to submit for other people, uh, just people that were out and about, to submit their videos and pictures from the night so they can put together an even more clear picture of what led to the incident. Looks like there was a large fight. Uh, not exactly sure what it was about or who was involved, but they did say today that it was a drive-by style shooting. That is somewhat important, as in many of the videos saw cars fleeing from the scene. It was unclear if they were just scared people trying to get away or people that were involved in some way. Dondre Martin, according to one report, I, I don't know if you've heard about this, uh, he was charged with being a prohibited person in possession of a firearm. That would indicate he's he's got a uh, track record for crime. That could mean he was on parole at the time. It could also mean that there is a gun violence restraining order against him for some uh, for some reason. California does have that option. Uh, they haven't given any details about what exactly uh, his involvement was or what the the, uh, the sense of why he wasn't allowed to have a gun. Are they, are they looking for other shooters still? Oh, yeah. They say it's multiple shooters were involved. They're still searching for several. They haven't said how many, but all the videos that they're taking apart uh, and piece by piece, hundreds uh, of cases, shell casings were found. They think that there must have been <clears throat> up to... You know, uh, several different shooters. They're not saying how many. They're just describing it as multiple shooters. Any talk this being a gang crime? That has not been uh, specifically um, included or ruled out yet. And that, those kind of details have not come out. The DA is being very hushed about it because it is an ongoing investigation. Even the arrest they made, they're not giving us a lot of details yet. Yeah, I, I think what some people wondered when they saw this story break early Sunday morning was, was this just somebody who went to a place and just opened fire in a mass shooting randomly, or was this some sort of dispute where gunfire broke out and some of these victims were targeted? It's not clear. One thing I can tell you is uh, when I'm not reporting the news, I also play in a band and play in a lot of these clubs in the Sacramento area. Luckily, we are off this weekend, but around 2 a.m. when the clubs are letting out, a lot of those people that were out on the streets are not only the workers, uh, the musicians, the club bartenders, barbacks, they're normal people in addition to all the party goers that were out for their night on the town. And it, you know, I can only imagine what it's like you're loading up your car after a gig and shots are ringing out. People are running. That's what those videos look like. It was literally a chaotic scene. People didn't know exactly what to do. Was that a larger crowd than usual because of the concerts? 
I would say it was the first really big night out post-COVID where a lot of events were happening, two big concerts in the area, and a lot of the clubs are just welcoming more and more people back. There aren't capacity limits like there used to be. Some of the smaller clubs don't have as many live bands, but they're starting to pull in DJs, so the crowds are coming back out. All right, John, thank you very much for updating us. We appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, that's John Brenizi with KFBK Radio in Sacramento with an update on the uh, story that broke. Early yesterday morning, gunfire broke out about 2 a.m. at an entertainment area in downtown Sacramento. Six dead, 12 injured. When you look at the list that they released today of those who were killed, the ages range from as young as 21 to as old as 57, which doesn't make you think that you know necessarily this is gang violence, and you heard it was three men and three women. <clears throat> what I'm thinking is the dispute broke out and it could have involved gang members, but then, you know, somebody drives by and just starts shooting randomly at the crowd. Yeah. It wouldn't uh, surprise me if that's sadly what happened. Yeah, one of the concerts was a rap concert by Tyler, the creator, who uh, uh, I think won a Grammy over the weekend. Just looking at this news Yes, story. he did. Yeah, he did. He was at the, oh, he was the concert that was going on, right? Yeah. They found more than 100 expended shell casings, identified at least three buildings and three cars that were hit by the bullets. So this is just, and that's why they're pretty sure it was probably multiple gunmen, because I think it was over in a matter of minutes. But I mean, it was it, quite it, a bit of gunfire that just sprayed. They're not saying, but this has the hallmarks of some kind of gang shooting. A gang dispute, yeah, right. Uh, yes, you know, a semi-automatic weapon, a drive-by, multiple shootings. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if in the push in the crowd after these clubs let out and this concert let out, there was a dispute, and then somebody gets in their car and comes back around to settle several it. guys and yeah. just starts opening fire as they drive yeah. by. But it's, I mean, uh, drive-by shootings are popular for the very reason that it looks like a quick escape. If you just sit there and shoot from your car, you can just take off. But, you know, as our reporter John said, there was... And I'm seeing the stories, many, many, many surveillance cameras everywhere in that area. So they're picking up clues, you know, car license plates and things like that, which may have led to the arrest of this man that we just talked about who, yeah, I think uh, you made a pretty good bet. If he was also charged with illegally possessing a firearm, there's <laughs> a pretty I'm, good chance. That's what I'm saying. Well, I, that's why I want to wait and see what his rap Well, maybe he doesn't is. have a permit for it well, or have a... Well, because our uh, idiot pajama boy Newsom starts squawking about, uh, you know, gun control laws. Blah, 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 I blah. know. Biden did too today. Yeah, okay. He put out a statement. We need more gun control. Question one. Well, I want to see Dondre Martin's uh, rap sheet uh, printed on the front page of the paper tomorrow. Front page of all the websites. Let, let, let's start with that news. See how many times this guy got arrested. I don't know. Maybe this was the first bad night he's ever had, and he just decided to start uh, firing at uh, multiple random people. And up, I mean, up to now, he he was just a good church guy. And we could yeah, we could talk about this when we come back. But the Sacramento Bee ran a story today about how how much more can we do? California's gun control laws are like the most restrictive in the country, and they don't work. And there's nothing more you can do. And you have to take, we'll see what Dondre Martin's record is. And I, then I think we'll find out what we should have done. Yeah, and I think if you were listening to our show last hour, that when you invite this, uh, uh, what would you call it, environment of crime because of all the changes in our laws, 
you're going to have more of these types of uh, shootings. And this one doesn't look like just a crazed guy on a mass shooting rampage. It looks like it was probably some gang dispute. We'll talk more when we come back. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show. John Cobell, Ken Shampo, KFI, AM640 Live, everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, well, we're talking about the uh, shooting that occurred early Sunday morning in downtown Sacramento. And you're right, apparently it was not far from the uh, state capitol and many of the offices there. There's a big entertainment district, as we just learned from one of our reporters up in Sacramento, where uh, was a concert going on. There's many nightclubs. That's probably where... It's 2 a.m. It's a bad time to be in a big public place. That's probably where the legislators take their interns. They might. To some of the clubs, you mean? Yeah, some of the bars, bars, the restaurants, sure. It could be. Um, (laughs) You know, those cocaine and orgy... uh, parties that they have what we have just learned is that the man that's been arrested and so far the only person arrested in the mass shooting because they do believe there might be other people who also opened fire does have an outstanding warrant in oh what do you know riverside county they think at least two shooters fired more than a hundred rounds as people ran for their lives and if you haven't heard six were killed 12 wounded. Is it Dontre he's got? Or is it somebody else? What are you asking? Uh, Who has the warrant in Riverside? It is Dontre Martin. This is a brand new story from News Channel 3 Sacramento. Uh, Yes. It looks like here I can run down what they have on him. Uh, This is John Hall, spokesperson for the Riverside County DA's office. He has a previous domestic violence arrest in 2014. He pled guilty to one misdemeanor count, got 30 days in custody, 36 months of summary probation, but he violated two terms of probation, one of them the community service requirement, and the other a 52-week class requirement. Uh, So they issued a $5,000 bench warrant for him in 2015. Okay, is this residue from Prop 47? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm residue, saying, residue. I'm seeing. Uh, well, he's not a shoplifter. I'm seeing. Uh, I'm seeing violations, though, and he wasn't sent back to uh, to jail. That but might be more the, like AB 109. But well, uh, well. All right, here's the all right, deal. AB they arrest him for domestic violence, but they pled it down to a misdemeanor, which means okay. it's not so, at the felony level, which doesn't bring us into the state prison system. Okay, right. So felony, but he got he got but, to required to do things, and he didn't do these things. Okay, but this is what I'm saying. Going back to our earlier conversation, all the stuff they've tried that hasn't worked. You let him plea down to give him a break, right? That's right. I mean, obviously, and now he becomes because, a worse bad guy. Okay, because the assault is the assault, the injury is the injury. There's no disputing something bad happened, or they wouldn't have charged him with a felony. The only reason they made it a misdemeanor is to avoid a trial and um, to give him a break, as long as he agrees to these silly, oh, you can go to a class for a year, you can do community service. All this restorative justice nonsense. Did it change his personality? Did Did it alter his violent desires? Not in the least. No. So it failed. So two things failed here. This plea bargain nonsense that they do, very light sentence, community service. Uh, yeah, you had to go to some classes. Going to classes. Oh, go to, you have a no, guy. Probably domestic violence classes. Right, that's right. Or so, no, not how to beat your, uh, he, your partner. Yeah, he beat the crap out of his wife or his girlfriend or somebody in his family. And that means he's, he's, got, he's got a terrible, violent 
impulse in, inside him that he clearly can't control. This is just for starters in, in Riverside in 2014. We don't even know what's happened since then leading up to this mass shooting. But that, that's all examples of how this, this progressive justice remake of the system doesn't work. It fails. And it continues because a lot of the progressive media coverage now is over what type of gun was used. Was it a ghost gun? We have to do more to get those ghost guns off the streets. Well, There's you, nothing you that focuses on the shooter. You, nothing. They're such idiots. You know how the ghost gun process works? I, I saw TV coverage of this the other day. You order the parts by mail. You're not going to stop that. You could order the parts from different companies. You could order the parts from overseas. It's Amazon packages showing up or UPS packages showing up at your door. How are you going to regulate that? You tell me, though, these criminal dunces can put together a gun. Is it that easy? I watched a, a segment on TV where they showed you how to do it. They clipped out the middle part oh. to be responsible. And, yeah, it's like snapping Lego blocks together. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's really easy. It's really cheap. I'm looking at this, and I'm thinking, maybe I'm wrong. Somebody can write us and correct. I don't see how you possibly can can regulate that or or ban that. I mean, you could arrest people for possession of ghost guns, but uh, outside of that, I don't think there's anything you can do. I think we'd have a much better chance at making sure these guys stay in a prison somewhere they're, 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 than we would have of trying to stop all the ghost guns in the world from being circulated. There's no serial numbers? There, and you're buying components, right? So, I mean, you're yeah. not buying a gun, so you don't have to do any background checks. You know, there's no there's no record of transaction. You know, all, all the regulations they do have, it doesn't exist. You're just you're just buying mechanical parts. Yeah. It's like it's like putting together, you know, a, a do-it-yourself a barbecue stand or something. Yeah. All right, here I'm looking at another editorial. Oh, of course. It's a Sacramento Bee editorial board. Another mass shooting in Sacramento. The crisis is clear. It's the guns. Well, I there's nothing else you can do in California. And then they write, California has the strongest gun laws in the nation, yet steps away from the capital were city blocks that resembled a and, war zone. And you can't do any more because it's unconstitutional. In fact, California's had some of its gun laws Reversed because they have. Of, some judges it, have said, yeah, you can't you well, get the Second Amendment. You're, you're not going to change the U.S. Constitution. And right now, because the crime rates are so high, you have more people owning guns than ever in history. I, I think uh, the number of the percentage of people owning guns in America went up by five percentage points just in the last year. These are these are new gun owners. There's five percent more Americans who owned guns, and those were all new first-time gun owners. Well, that's not going to make the problem any. No, because everybody screamed defund the police, and then we had huge crime increases. Yeah, yeah I, so I mentioned before anecdotally, anecdotally, I know three, four friends who, who bought guns in the last year. And they're not gun people, but it's like, no, there's <laughs> LAPD's not around anymore. Everybody knows, you know, in certain neighborhoods you call LAPD, you're going to wait a good hour. Right. And then you see then you see guys busting in the middle of the night, like what happened to uh, Jacqueline Avant in Beverly Hills or uh, Brianna Kupfer getting stabbed at the furniture store. And if those people had guns, they could pull it out, boom, 
pop pop the intruder. I'd I'd rather have that. Yeah, the they, more I read the stories here, it sounds like uh, there was a massive fight, and I'm guessing that some of the people that didn't like how the fight came out or were still angry got in their cars and then <laughs> drove by and opened fire. And I'm, I'm, I have a sad feeling, for the most part, those who were killed were just random yeah. people that were shot. And and that stuff goes on every day in gang neighborhoods. Just happened, uh, you know, they were they were uh, doing their thing. Yeah, they That's, haven't said whether this guy with the warrant from Riverside was a known gang member, but we'll keep looking for information. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobell and Ken Shampo, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere. On the iHeartRadio app, we were talking about the uh, Sacramento shooting and how everybody's like, uh, all the all the idiot progressives are yelling about uh, gun control. I quickly looked up the Press Democrat. I think that's in San Bernardino, right? Riverside? I do not know. Anyway, Press Democrat, guy had a story a few months back, reporter. He was assigned the task of build your own ghost gun and then write an article about how easy wow. or difficult it was. So yeah. he, got it for, he got the parts from two different suppliers. Cost a total of four hundred and twenty dollars. Uh, took him about eight hours, spread over two days, because he says I'm not very good at this. Had a little help from his friends, but <laughs> after two days, gun is uh, gun is complete. Some of these guns you can you can make with a three D printer. Yeah, I've heard and, of that. I, you know, I and, and remember when you make stuff with a three D printer, it doesn't mean it's made of paper. <laughs> no, why they. Use the term printer. Basically, it's a mini manufacturing device. Yeah, right. Uh, exactly. But, uh, you know, and there's supposed to be forms that you register with the state, but nobody nobody polices that. Who's going to yeah. know? And, and and it's two different companies you got the parts from. And the parts were just uh, delivered to him in a box. Went to his uh, workbench and got some tools, snapped it together. So, I, I you know, they're, they're never going to regulate that. And and if you type in ghost guns on Google, uh, there's there's so many articles about ghost guns being involved in all kinds of crimes all over the country, and that all the authorities and politicians are panicked, and it doesn't seem there's a damn thing any of them can do about it. I mean, they pass ordinances banning it, but so what? I mean, don't you think that's the response to the gun control laws is to go with the ghost gun? Where, yeah. You know, things are untraceable and good luck trying to find out you right. know, where this gun originated and, 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 and the started all this. The company that's that he bought the uh, the, the 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 parts from it. It has a disclaimer saying, now, remember, you're supposed to, uh, you know, uh, uh, fill out the proper paperwork to register this with the state. But at yeah. the same time, the company is saying, hey, you know, you go to a gun shop, what's going to happen? You're going to have to submit to a background check. It might take quite some time before you actually get your gun, if ever. So they they play both ways. They manipulate you into buying the ghost gun parts because you don't want to take a risk of being denied uh, uh, through a background check. And at the same time, it reminds you, well, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. Well, it turns out that California this weekend had two crazy events. Obviously, the shooting in Sacramento by far worse. But before that story broke, Saturday afternoon, the big story was, and I like the way they, they call it, because I guess it's just the terminology they use in the uh, emergency dispatch business, a mass casualty incident. And I was like, what? Well, this apparently was um, college fraternity and sorority partying up in the Santa Barbara area. Remember Isla Vista? 
You may remember Isla Vista because that was the scene of a mass shooting. Remember that? That uh, yes, that's for the that, incel attack. I was going to say I was going to use the word incel. You took it out of my mouth. There, right? That incel kid that uh, <laughs> killed a whole bunch of people. He In, went on a ramp because he couldn't get a date or women. Right. Didn't Involuntarily to him. celibate. Yes, I popped that word on someone the other day. I just said, this, that was in the news story. Do you know what an incel is? And they just looked at me like an incel. It means... Uh, Sounds like a medical term for... Wor wormy college kid that no woman will touch. Yes, and uh, that became a big story in the last 10 years as it looks like a few uh, mass shooters apparently were very depressed and angry incels. But, but this had nothing to do with that. This was called Deltopia Partying. I guess that's kind of an annual event that maybe didn't happen as much because of the pandemic the last couple of years. But they gathered uh, by the thousands uh, in Isla Vista, Santa Barbara, this is. And the 911 dispatch got so overwhelmed that they could not keep up with the number of calls. Can you take a guess what the calls were about? Uh. It wasn't shootings. Alcohol poisoning? These weren't gang members. These were more college students. Uh, drug? Drug overdose? Alcohol. And apparently a number of people were falling off of balconies. <laughs> which is going to happen, I guess, when you drink a lot or take drugs and you're not paying attention yeah. to the edge of the balcony. and uh, You take the big plunge. There were several people with major injuries. A lot of people had broken bones. But a lot of the other calls were possible overdoses on alcohol or drugs. And I would imagine that since this was the first big gathering in a couple of years, this was a lot of pent-up excitement for a spring break party, I guess, in Santa Barbara. Uh, it's just uh, people acting like animals. Uh, they made three arrests, 20 citations, took a bunch of reports. Well, this was actually happening was, on Friday. I thought it was happening Saturday, but this is on Friday all this happened. This, this, uh... It's an annual but unapproved street party known as Deltopia, which dates back to well, 2010. It, it went into Saturday because uh, on Saturday, uh, somebody fell from a second-story window. Oh, it did? Okay. Yeah. It's attracted thousands of college students. And here's probably a little-known thing. It follows a beach event. You know what the beach event is called? What? Floatopia. Mm. You float on the water, and then you come back, and you party with Deltopia. Uh, you know what? I, so I guess that's part of the Delta Sigma. I, look, I looked at some video. I saw that at first. I thought, oh, my God, that's not a COVID thing, Deltopia. I looked at I looked at some video, and and it's it's a bunch of people going woo woo. That's all yeah. you see on these. Usually for the camera, right? No, they're they're doing they're it all. They're just doing it anyway. They're they're just doing it. Yeah. Are they gyrating and dancing, or they're just yelling woo? woo? <laughs> and they're usually shirtless. I. Yeah, it's it's just a good bunch of frat goons and their girlfriends. Yeah. I hated that crowd when I when I was that age. I just couldn't. I couldn't stand up. Woo! They dug up UC Santa Barbara's Associated Students Vice President for Local Affairs. That's a name. Shannon Sweetie said, Isla Vista is a densely compacted area. We need to remember that the start of spring is not a moment for us to go back on all the progress we made on containing and slowing down the spread of the virus. <laughs> Boy, she's popular. She's going to grow up to be Barbara Ferrer. They knew this was going to happen, so they put in parking restrictions and noise limits. They had signs, keep it local, keep it safe, Isla Vista. Yeah, the signs work. The, 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 the lectures and the scolding, that works. The signs work. You see those balconies? I'm, uh, oh, it's like, a, a, couple like a hundred years ago, kids. Yeah. One collapsed. 
I, don't, I forgot where, but I think Malibu maybe. Malibu. I, know. The, I if I ever go to a party in anyone's home again, I'm not going out on a balcony. No. I've got like a hundred people standing on it because no. I've been spooked by those stories. Oh, I was on one where I could hear things creaking. It's like I'm getting off this. Yeah, not gonna you, be. even the one I'm looking at here has like a garage underneath, but it could still collapse into the garage. But remember that video? I think we all we watched it like a lot. Remember that there was a video that somebody mm -hmm. got of the balcony collapsing and. Like one in, person was hanging on after all the other people went flying yeah, to the... Yeah, in Malibu, yeah, there was a security video from the beach house next door. Right. A, a couple of years back. Right. But I just like the way they referred to us as a mass casualty incident, indicating they couldn't keep up with the call volume. Right. There were so many calls for emergency help that the Santa Barbara County Fire Department said... It's actually got a term, MCI, mass casualty incident. Uh, so when I saw the headline, I thought, oh, my God, was there more shootings? Was why, there why, killings? Was there? Why, why, why even show up? Just you know, let them lay there. Yeah, this is part of growing up. It's just a bunch of idiots. You need to learn that uh, if you're going to party like a wild man, there can be consequences. You can end up. <laughs> I mean, how much do you have to have to drink to fall off a balcony? Come on. Uh, um. Yeah, but or how much drugs do you have to take? Yeah. You're just leaning over. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Out you go. All right, we got more coming John up. Johnny Ken, KFI. Johnny Ken Show. John Cobell and Ken Shampo, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Who would like to, on this very pleasant spring day, go into Bidenville next hour? Oh, it would be a lovely day in Bidenville. We'll take a seat on the bench. I wanna, we'll talk I, about... I want to go yeah. on the swing. Uh, okay. Is that safe? I get the swing. Because I don't think in a lot of retirement village settings you see swings. Deborah, I want you to push me, all right? Okay, I'll push you. All right. Break a bone. Mm. You go flying off. Uh, Joe, uh, well, he still has trouble figuring out family members and who they are and what positions they've had in life. He actually <laughs> called his wife the vice president. He did. Yeah, uh, we have that audio to play. Uh, we will talk about this new lawsuit by three states because Biden wants to end Title 42. This has kept out many, many, many migrants. The Trump administration came up with it because of the pandemic in 2020. And now three states have sued. And it, you will like one of their their arguments in the lawsuit, because if it sounds familiar, it is. It was used by states to slow down DACA. And it was used by the opposition to stop Trump from ending DACA, which is the, you know, the uh, anchor baby or not the anchor baby. It's the deferred action for childhood arrivals. Uh, these are the people that were brought here by their families uh, many years ago who got special protections from deportation. All of that's coming up in the four o'clock hour. We got a lot to get to with Bidenville. We'll also bring you up to date on uh, the situation between Ukraine and Russia with increasing reports of the Russians killing civilians. Uh, the Daily Mail has just run quite a story on its front page. Black Lives Matter secretly used $6 million in donations to buy a luxurious 6,500-square-foot mansion with seven bedrooms and parking for 20 cars in Southern California. They did this in 2020, where the leaders went and filmed YouTube videos. Isn't that nice? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, it was first reported in New York Magazine today. Oh, we probably have to take a look at that article. 
as the organization allegedly hoped to keep the House's existence a secret, despite three of its former leaders reportedly filming a series of videos dining and drinking champagne outside the estate last spring. The opulent property at a location hidden behind an LLC purchase boasts more than half a dozen bedrooms and bathrooms, multiple fireplaces, a soundstage, a pool, a bungalow, and as I mentioned, parking for more than 20 cars. By the way, one of the uh, Black Lives Matter leaders who's uh, pictured in the video. This Patrice Colors? Uh, well, uh, Melina Abdullah. The L.A. Times goes to her anytime oh, there's well, a race. Oh, she's the L.A. chapter story. head of uh, right. Yes, so she's oh yeah, she's, she's const- a, constantly being quoted. Oh, she's as, a defund lady. As yeah, right. As an expert, right? So when when the L.A. Times is looking for a propaganda voice to uh, bolster its coverage or its uh, opinion pieces, they oh, yeah, always she's go. She's one to, of the women in the picture having right. champagne outside the mansion. That's right. So what they did is they took money that was donated to Black Lives Matter and spent $6 million in cash October 2020 to buy this uh, buy this house. Now, I'm looking at the New York Magazine story, yeah. and it's written by Sean Campbell, and he said, on March 30th, I asked the organization questions about the house. It's known internally as the campus. After, <laughs> afterwards, leaders circulated an internal strategy memo with possible responses, ranging from... Can we kill the story? To our angle, uh, needs to be to deflate ownership of the property. Uh, The bullet points in this memo, here's possible explanations. The campus is part of the cultural arm of the organization. Uh, Maybe to be used as an influencer house um, where you have artists and creators. Um, We we have to uh, have some kind of accounting modifications need to make sure it's legally okay as we plan to use it. It's also a safe house for leaders whose safety has been threatened. Um, um, Using public YouTube videos. Um, oh, oh, I see. They wanted to claim it's a security issue, right? But since they put the house in YouTube videos, that kind of uh, shoots holes in the security story. Yeah, it says that the house was purchased by a man named... The first name is D-Y-A-N-E, Dayane Pascal. Two weeks after BLM received $66.5 million from its fiscal sponsor in October of 2020. It's a seven-bedroom estate. He's a financial manager for something called Janaya and Patrice. Oh, there's that name, Patrice Consulting. Yeah, there you go. LLC operated by Colors and her spouse, so Jayana Khan. It's money laundering is what it is. Yeah, it is money laundering. This guy is working for one of the women who leads Black Lives Matter. And so he bought it through an organization so that she and the other two can live in the mansion. That's right. Or hang out in the mansion and yeah. enjoy the mansion. And I don't think people who gave money to any BLM no. chapter thought that we should be buying mansions with the money. They were awarded. So we can make YouTube videos that are educational. They were no? awarded tax-exempt status from the IRS in December 2020, two months after the house's purchase. Um and they have, because they got uh, tax exempt status, it meant the group has to disclose information about donors and expenditures in an annual filing known as a 990. But Black Lives Matter has not submitted those forms for 2020 and 2021. 
No. And the group claims it took in more than $90 million in 2020. Still has $60 million on hand, which means they blew through $30 million. <laughs> they quote Tory Russell, a prominent activist in Ferguson. That's where a lot of this stuff was ignited. Remember that uh, that riot? Yes, that was Michael Brown shooting. Michael 20, Brown shooting. 2014. Russell says he felt depressed when he learned about the California property. It's a waste of resources. Oh. While Black Lives Matter at the national level is flush with cash, he says he's seen local activists fall into poverty and become homeless. In an email statement to New York Magazine, Shalamaya Bowers, a BLM board member, said... Yes, we did buy the campus with the intention for it to serve as housing and studio space for recipients of the Black Joy Creators Fellowship. See? Oh, I see. So it's going to be, that's no, why they call it the no, campus. That, it was going to be some sort of a. No, that's their talking point they created after the reporter contacted them. They the fellowship down. provides recording resources and dedicated space for black creatives to launch content online. Yeah, but they haven't produced any content. There is There are no creators there. They have not used it as a place to house the, uh, creators? No, it's these three women having champagne parties for themselves. There's no creators. They came up with that rationalization after the reporter called them on it, saying, what's the house about? And it's like, all right, all right, we got, we got to come up with a we got to come up with a story. We need a cover story. So right. that's when they were sending memos back and forth. Well, what can we say? Well, we could say it's a creative space. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's a creative space. All the photos I see, they're clinking champagne glasses. They talked to a nonprofit expert named Jacob Harold, and he said the foundation's decision to keep mum on the house until now, because they were confronted, is unusual for a supposedly charitable and tax exempt organization such as BLM, one that leaves the organization open to further critique and scrutiny. Hey, it, you're not kidding me. It's not. It's a charitable organization. It's a racket. It's a racket. And the and the donors have gotten swindled. Now yeah. that's what's happened. Yeah, because uh, we, we know this before. They bought a bunch of other properties around mm-hmm. the country. Yeah, they uh, numerous. So this is the biggest, though. This one is monstrous. And is beautiful. this the one up in Topanga? Because I, I remember they bought one in Topanga. Oh, is did you knew about? See, I thought this was a newly disclosed mansion. No, but it doesn't say I, where it is. It just says Southern California. Does the New York what? Magazine article uh, give the exact uh, location? Well they, well, they bought three homes in the Los Angeles area. I know they had a Topanga one that got some media coverage. They have another one outside of Atlanta. But this one had not been previously reported. So I don't know where this is. Right. This is what I'm wondering. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking I, at the original article and it doesn't say exactly <laughs> where. <laughs> That's a lot of creator spaces that they're buying, huh? Yeah, they were... <laughs> a lot of creativity. Wait, wait, they should be, I don't know what they should be releasing blockbuster movies by now. Yeah, I mean, and again, uh, I'm just playing the part here, but you raise millions and tens of millions of dollars as a charity. Why would you be buying real estate properties? Uh, yeah. I thought the idea was to give grants to <laughs> local organizations that can no, reach like young it. people who are in, <laughs> no? Yeah. You're going to buy real estate? Talk to the guy in Ferguson. He says all those activists are homeless. <laughs> they didn't get any money from Black Lives Matter. These three ladies got 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 a lot of the money. And yeah, it's well, not clear if they lived there or they just hung out there for their brunches and their... 
And they they YouTube videos. Well, how many homes can you live in at once? They've got, yeah, they've got four. They this also nice see, and the guy who bought it for them, who's connected to one of the leaders, he he he's put it into an LLC in Delaware. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Tricky. <laughs> All right. When we return, we'll take a seat on the bench. Well, John wants to sit on the swing in Bidenville. We'll give the latest on Joe Biden and Ukraine, Russia. Some of that uh, overlaps and the border coming up. John and Ken show Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there. Way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu.